When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, two, one. Oh, hey there, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Only Stupid Answers here on iTunes, the best damn podcast you can put your ear into. I'm the guy talking right now. Uh, Yes, it got pretty close. I wrote it down this time, but I lost the paper. I'm the man talking named Sam, but over here, (gasps) if you turn your head to the left... Mm -hmm. You'll see DJ. There's a DJ. There I am. DJ, how you doing? I'm. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm doing okay. I'll be. I'm going to be honest with you, Sam. Be honest. I'm a little stressed out right now hey, in life. But then me you too. Hit that, <laughs> you hit that dulcet tone right at the beginning, and it's just like. <sighs> and we're here, and we're in the podcast, and I feel. I feel like this is a safe space for the us. Podcast is supposed to be a safe, <laughs> safe space. Safe space. That's what I said, but I was even. It was too quiet to say it. But uh, you guys know this is a podcast where DJ and I, sometimes <gasps> a guest, mainly DJ and I, will talk about comics, movies, TV shows, books, the uh, general things that we love. Mm, and how. And how. And we're trying to figure out what with the phrase and how came from. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, why like, it's a thing. Why it's a thing. I've always thought it, I've only heard it ironically. But let us know uh, in the comments down below. Do you think it was originally supposed to be a question? And, and, how. and, and, and how. how? And how. <laughs> and how. Like, or it's like somebody's a little drunk, like, man, <laughs> how. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. But uh, you're going to listen to this podcast on iTunes. Rate and review there. Five stars. Always like that. We actually like to read reviews yes. that you guys write for us. Specifically, today we're going to read one from Marge's 09 Opinions on Nerdy Things is the title. Five stars. DJ, take it away. I love this podcast. Thank you. It covers an array of nerdy topics. It does. They do a good job to warn you when the spoilers are coming. Eh. Which, I try. <laughs> which is appreciated. There you go. <laughs> suspense. <laughs> I'm building suspense. Even though I don't always agree with their opinions, Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. but it's entertaining to hear their opinions. This is a good example of the best of nerd culture. Aww. That's awesome. Only stupid answers, the best of nerd culture. <laughs> Go ahead and put that on a poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put exactly what I just said uh, on, on a poster. A poster. Um, also, guys, big thank you to people who do fan art. There have been a couple of you. Uh, my personal favorite is going to come up on the podcast right now. That's beautiful. That's, that's I'm going to milk this joke mm-hmm. until I don't find it funny anymore. Yes. And that's going to take a, a while. A long time. Or if DJ asks me not to say it off no. mic. <laughs> no. Nah, uh-uh. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that one. Uh, you can read the right, the uh, mm-hmm. painter's name right below it. <laughs> uh, but we uh, reached out to you guys, or you guys reach out to us on Twitter. You can follow us there, only stupid answers. Go ahead and remove those vowels from stupid. Why do you, you don't need them. You don't, it's Twitter. To, you don't fucking need them. And you can Brevity ahead, is uh, the soul of wit. Uh-huh, and it's the heart of yeah. the soul. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You get it. Uh-huh. And how? And yes, and <laughs> I understand improv, uh, but make sure you follow us on Twitter so you can send us questions and we can read them on the show. Today we wanted to focus on a couple of user submitted yeah, questions. Yeah, one of those special ones. Now, normally, Sam, mm-hmm. we do a 
what are you into this week? Mm-hmm. But we're going to switch it up. Oh, it's a switch. And we had somebody tweeted us, mm-hmm. Trevor Kane. Hello. At Dubstep Mummy. That's you fine. You spelt like that. your name wrong. Trevor <laughs> has an O. Yeah, there's two E's in the Trevor and Kane. I support mm. you with your life decision. What was your first experience with video games and or comics? Also, what was the game or comic? Now, before we get too deep into this, are you a, a gamesman? I used to be. I used to be when I was a kid. Not so much a comicsman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, but I was really into gaming. But when it came time for me to fly the coop, scoot, scoot mm-hmm. the coop. Yeah, um, as it were. As, as, as uh, Mark Twain said. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I realized, yeah, yeah, I realized that it's really expensive to buy game consoles. Did you know that? I did. It's $60 did. for a fucking game. Mm-hmm. What the fuck am I, okay, so I beat the game. Don't worry, I'll go turn it back in. Mm, that's $12, $10. Yeah, don't do that. You or want, less. You want those games that are going to last you a while. Yeah, you need the games you can revisit. Like, yeah. that's why I guess Skyrim is a good investment, even though that game boys That's, me. that's, um, it I. just takes forever. I invested in games recently, uh, like, I uh, I beat Witcher earlier this year. I heard good things. That was months, mm-hmm. months. Because I don't have. Here's my thing with games: it's not so much the money; it's, it's the, the time. Time. Time, <laughs> is, time. time is becoming uh, harder to find in my life. Uh-huh. And uh, isn't it feel good? Do you uh, <laughs> no. at all feel good about the amount of stress that sometimes comes with being an adult in this business? <laughs> It's like, tough. It's yeah. tough. It just you run out of time. But I you run out of time. Mean, yeah. yeah. So so like when I start a game, like it's gonna take. You know, I'm also one of those people that like every crate. I'll look through every like. Oh, what's over there? Oh, what's over there? Do you do oh, all what's the over side there? missions? Yes. Now was that's what I was gonna get on with Witcher three. Beat that early in the year. I literally just beat Batman Arkham Knight. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but uh, little just, secret. Little <laughs> secret. Uh, and I finished all the side missions before I beat the game. Like as, Which you know, was gives important you, for Arkham you, Knight. It gives you percentages uh-huh. of like how you're doing. So like when I hit 90% on the like the main title, I made sure I was at 90% on everything else. Like nice. I went through. Well, um, also the game, I do know that the ending will be different if you don't have oh, the whole I did percentage. not know that at the time. Yeah, you probably <laughs> got, I think you got the full, the full ending. That makes me happy. Yeah, but we'll talk about it after because we don't want to. But I really wanted to play that game because Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, really, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Arkham City builds upon that, but I think I overall like playing Arkham City more, but Arkham Asylum has a fonder memory. There you go. I do think Arkham City is better. Arkham City, yeah. I think Arkham City is the best of the three. Really? Arkham, you, so Arkham, you played all of Night. I haven't played it. Yeah. So. Uh, Arkham, Arkham Night is good. I do think it relies a little too much on the Batmobile. As fun as Even that the, is initially, yeah. like because yeah. when you played Arkham Asylum, you're like, "Oh shit, I'm Batman!" Yeah, like they give you that feeling, and then you you, you play those games, and you're like, "Oh, this is great!" And even more so in Arkham Knight, like once I got in the Batmobile and I was starting to do stuff, like I'm, I'm really Batman now, like I've got the whole thing. But then as it goes on, the bat, in my opinion, the Batmobile mechanics are not as good as like the fighting or whatever. And mm. so when it would lie on it in certain boss missions that were annoying, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was like I don't. I'm not enjoying this as much. <laughs> I'm getting frustrated. Those games, though, when it comes to the fighting, actually, the story, the fighting mechanics, everything, they yeah. are very good. Origins didn't touch. Didn't touch it. I did a demo. I don't know if you were there. Were you at E3 yeah, when we demoed yeah. it? Yeah, and that many was really moons cool. moons ago. Yes, many moon. They, um, we got the demo, and the coolest part of that game, at least for the demo 
was the, how the, the detective vision, you could replay the crime or the accident or whatever it was, yeah. like forward and backward. And I don't think Arkham Knight does that. Arkham Knight does do that in a couple sequences. In a couple sequences. Yes. Okay, then that's cool. Because that was a new feature for that game. And yeah. I'm glad it translated over. Even though that was a prequel and it wasn't in Arkham Asylum yeah, or Arkham it wasn't City. It was very like... It didn't connect very well. Whatever. I, I heard mixed things to mm-hmm. the point where, as we talked about further er, earlier, games are expensive. Games are expensive. So I did not spend the money on it. But yeah, and now I'm getting into Fallout, which will probably take me the next two years. Yeah. Yeah. And then right at the end of that, you'll be grabbing the a game <laughs> that is two years old. Yeah. Um, but what was your first experience with a video game and or a comic? What was the first video game you can remember playing? Because mine is Sonic Adventures, I think. Really? And it's Dreamcast. I mean, I think... I played, like, my brother had, like, SNES and NES, and so I played those games when I was, like, really young. Yeah. Like, Joe and Mac, like, that yeah, was a really yeah, fun yeah. one. But the memory of me playing, like, me, like, yeah. sitting down and learning, was Luigi's Mansion. That was, like, the first, like, fun. new console I got. Also, when the GameCube came out, like, everyone lined up in front of Best Buy and everything. Like, yeah. that was so cool. My yep. brother brought the, that home, and I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Anyways, uh, but on Dreamcast... Yeah. Uh, Sonic Adventures is that the rolling around at yes. the speed that game I've never beaten it and I couldn't beat it because I was too young and I couldn't really figure out how yeah. to play it but that was so cool and also you get those little dewdrop little men like mm-hmm. those little dewy the things the, yeah the chaos and you can go like to that world like I that and play with them I'm a big Sonic fan my first video game memory is the first Sonic the Hedgehog when my uh sister was born mm-hmm. um she's congratulations thank you uh-huh. uh she was uh, I was a uh, in grade school already and so my parents were like, oh, we need something to distract him. So because I need a sister. And so they bought me a, a Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, and nice. so I was playing Sonic. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a more of a Sonicsman than a Mario's man, even though Mario's games are more consistent. Like, yeah. Not be- better. Uh-huh. Um, Either they're mediocre or better. Yeah. I don't really. They don't I, have bad ones, really, where I, Sonic yeah. has a few. I can't remember. I can't think. I'm also not that diehard of a Mario fan, but continue. Yeah, uh, Knuckles is one of my favorite video game characters. Mm-hmm. Also, Sonic Adventures, he's really fun. Like, oh, I'm digging. Mm-hmm. I've, I enjoyed the Adventures game. I did not play them because I didn't have a Dream Class. I didn't play them until the GameCube because mm-hmm. they re-released both Sonic Adventures games for the GameCube. That's cool. And I enjoyed them because mm-hmm. I liked the extra characters. I was a big fan. I don't know if you were ever exposed to the Sonic cartoons back in the day. Mm-mm. There were two released around the same time. One I did not like. It was very Looney Tunes-esque. The mm-hmm. other one... In my opinion, I've gone back and watched a couple episodes on Netflix. It was it's uh, called by fans Sonic Satam, like Saturday morning, mm-hmm. um, and it's really like the world it takes place in is kind of dystopian. Robotics taken over and roboticized a lot of the population, mm-hmm. and so Sonic's part of this group of freedom fighters trying to free the planet from Robotnik. Mm-hmm. And they introduce a lot of characters that aren't in the games, have never been in the games, mm-hmm. and except for Tails. The hell's a question. Um, and it was it's really cool. Like it was a really cool take. And then I got into the Sonic comic books, which mm-hmm. were based on the same world, and really fleshed all that out and everything when I was a kid. So that my cool. my first experience, Sonic the Hedgehog, dug that, loved uh, in Sonic Two and Sonic. So I think Mario and Sonic have the same thing where their initial games, the third one is the best, mm-hmm. probably because there's a save feature. There's a save feature in <laughs> Sonic Three that made it better. Mm-hmm. But you get the Chaos Emeralds, and you can oh, Super cool. Sonic. Mm-hmm. 
Dope. Super Sanic. Mm-hmm. Sanic is one of my favorite memes. Sonic and Knuckles? Did you ever play Sonic? No, that was before your time. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The You got the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge, and then you can plug in on top mm-hmm. uh, Sonic 2 or Sonic 3 and play Knuckles in those old games. That's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked when they had the... I think someone said the Nintendo 64 had it, but since I was a little younger, GameCube, they added the Game Boy add-on feature where you can screw it into the yeah. bottom and you can play... Game Boy games and Game Boy Advanced, and yeah, that and was then, a uh, lot of fun. You could do in Pokemon Stadium. You could use your own Pokemon in Pokemon Stadium. That's really cool. Yeah. See, that's the game I really wish I could have played more. Oh, also, hey Pikachu, do you remember that game? I do. I did not. That's the is, no. That's that, the one where you talk to Pikachu. That's I was the one we talked to him. Yeah, Pokemon Snap. I had Pokemon Snap. I kept playing the same level over and over again because I don't think you do anything else in that game. Like I'm, I honestly, I was too young. And I don't yeah. know if he could really go any further. I know the new Pokemon coming out has uh, something snap. that looks very Snap-like, yeah, uh, and that's really cool. But also, they ha- they named a monkey Harambe. Sorry, an ape in mm-hmm. the new game. They named didn't they name it Harambe? Is there an ape in the new game? Yeah, I, are, are you... I, I may have fallen for a meme. Yeah, I, you might have. Let me let me double check as we, as we work our way through <laughs> this so I can confirm it. But I have confirm to confirm or deny. Yeah, they do have the weirdest named Pokemon yet, which is Type Null. Yeah, I don't know what that. Yeah, that type confused null. me yeah. because I was like, is that its type? Oh no, that's its name. Yeah, did they introduce a new Null type? Because that seems. That's the, yeah, it's confusing. Weird, weird. Yeah. Like, is, it, it has looks like, cool. It looks like an animal with like a thing on its head or something. Yes. Uh, but my first comic, I think I tried to read one of the first action comics for the New 52. No, no, so, first, oh, I'm sorry. That's not what I read. No, that is what I read. I read that, and it was when he had the T-shirt on. Yes. And uh, I was reading it, and I was, it was on, it was the Apple Books app, and it was mm-hmm. like a free thing I got from Borders Bookstore. Nice. Which I miss dearly, because I liked Borders. I always like all bookstores, but, um... What'd they do? What'd they do? What'd They're they do? What'd extinct. they do? And that bums me out. I don't like that. I love Barnes and Noble. Um, wait, let's do a whole episode on Barnes and Noble. Let's do let's a whole do... episode in Barnes and Noble. I would like that. We can get let's, a coffee. Let's do it uh, at the one I used to work at and be like, look at me now, bitches. I'm doing yeah. a podcast. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. Um, yeah, that was what I first read. And uh, it was on the Apple Book app. And it wasn't like Guided View, which I really like in. It's pretty the app. cool. Guided uh, View is pretty cool. But it was just a full page, so I had to, like, zoom in and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, this is dumb. I'll go get the book. And I never got the book. And the first comic I actually read was Watchmen, and that was really good. Wow. Yeah, that was a great That's a intro. good introduction. Watchmen was uh, – forgive me if I've told you this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, my experience with Watchmen was a lot, very similar to Citizen Kane, mm-hmm. where you hear, like, oh, it's the greatest, it's the greatest, it's the greatest. And you're like, hey, you know, it's older. I'm coming at it a little late in the game. Like, I'm probably not going to think it's that great. And then you see it, or in Watchmen's case, read it, and you're like, no, this is this is legitimately probably the greatest. It's hard to match that. So you you didn't, like, when you were a little boy, somebody hands you a comic or something? They, I guess I read, like, Bazooka Joe comics, but, like, okay. I didn't read, like, comics. I didn't, That's like... interesting. Yeah, that no was... No early exposure. No, no, no one in my family... Uh, no one in my family really read them. I'm trying to find Harambe. The Pokemon? Uh-huh. Uh, Wait, no, th- he's in here. He's in this game. Uh, he's He is not, I don't think. He is. <laughs> um, He is. Like, he's here. Like, he, there's this picture. Yeah, Guys, go ahead and look at that picture. That's fake. No way. Yeah. I don't buy it. I that's can't fake. be. No, because they have a they have It looks cool. I would, love, I would love a gorilla Pokemon. Uh-huh. No, it can't be fake. I'm going to bring up. We got to pull it up. Okay, pull, guys, take a look at this. <laughs> take, take a look at this. With us. Look at the screen. We're mm-hmm. going to bring up an asset. Um, for me, first comic book. 
Mm-hmm. I'm getting sucked in this whole Harambe thing. Sorry, I gotta know. I'm not gonna cut this. I'm not gonna uh, cut don't it. cut it. I'm no, we gotta cut know. It. Oh, I think it's fake. Damn it, it is fake. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! That here's is amazing. A, here's a rundown of all the. Can you see? Hold on. My yeah. Can, can is, you guys see? Sorry, he's gonna see? raise the brightness <laughs> on his screen. This is all the official announced new Pokemon. Oh, guys, is that your one your favorite? Yeah. Which yeah. one's your favorite? Go ahead and say your favorite. <laughs> I love visual. Okay, I will say, in the new Pokemon, you guys should look them up, the pre-evolution to that bear Pokemon is the cutest. And the school of fish that move into the whale is yes. a lot of fun. Yeah. God no, damn it. I, I am an idiot. <laughs> I'm so stupid. All right. Well, everybody everybody makes mistakes. Everybody does make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. All the time. But what was your... Okay, I had Watchmen. That's a pretty good intro it's to comics. It's a great intro. How... When what age range were you for It Watchmen? was before the movie came out, and that's why good. I was deeply disappointed by the yeah, movie. It's, it's so funny. Like, the movie gets some things really right. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's like, aesthetically, it gets everything right, but metaphorically, all the, all the subtext, it completely misses the point. Do you know he filmed... The whole comic book. The only, I mean, the change he made to the movie, which is, I'm not spoiling anything. If you yeah. have not seen this old movie now. If you haven't seen the movie that's been out for years, read the comic. Don't watch the movie. Yeah, that won't make it better. But he basically filmed everything because in the ultra death extended mm-hmm. director's cut my dick off version of the game, of yeah. the, the, of the, the movie, yeah. you can't, like, he has the side characters, like, you know, the newspaper yeah. salesman, like, yep. and the guy reading with comics yep. they have like dialogue and stuff they have like a scene you where they the whole thing yeah. except for the end <laughs> except for that ending which i will be like honest like we can even do a whole i know i said this before but we could do a whole podcast analyzing watchmen because it can go in i would depth. I, 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 yeah because yeah, my biggest problems with watchmen as beautiful it is and it is a beautiful zach Snyder makes whatever else you say about his movies they are beautiful movies mm-hmm. i do think it should be grungier. I think it should look more like Taxi Driver than mm-hmm. what it looks like. Also, um, instead it of It looks having... like superhero. It looks like action figures, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah it like does. Polished which finish. helps with the look of, of like Manhattan. Batman and Superman and the Batman oh, yeah. and Superman movies. Because honestly, I really like the designs of the DC characters in the movies so far. Yeah. Whatever you think of those movies, the costumes and everything look really cool. Anyway, mm-hmm. also, instead of the whole animated, um, uh, what is it, Black Freighter? What's the 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 comic within the comic? Oh yeah, the animated series. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the animated stuff, I would have done a fake trailer for that movie. You know how uh, uh, Tropic Thunder had those fake trailers before those the movie. Those are amazing. Yeah, I would have done have that be since this is Watchmen is a comic adaption, a, a movie adapted from a comic. Have a fake trailer for Black Freighter as a movie adapted from a comic. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that would have meant you know the they released better. it animated. Uh, black whatever i know i wouldn't have done that i yeah. would have just done i don't because i think you need to come in an adaption like you're uh, like you're translating a language mm-hmm. you're translating it from the language of comics to the language of movies mm. and i would have kept the ending because i understand why the studio would be like oh fuck no but the point of the ending is missed mm-hmm. and also the way they made the ending makes it more confusing it confuses a lot of things wait the and way the, in the, the movie? movie it ends mm-hmm. makes is more confusing to me and also, you can't outsmart Alan Moore. You just can't look at, at something from Alan Moore like, I can do that better. Mm-hmm. You just can't. There, you can harness it and, uh-huh. and maybe redirect it, but you can't. You're not going to outsmart his stuff. There is something, though, that I liked with the Dr. Manhattan. I'm going to talk about the damn yeah, thing. We're okay. going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. You know, I'm talk, we're talking about the Watchmen now. Spoiler, whatever the fuck. Uh, the, I, I like the ending because why 
Ozymandias, Osmandias, whatever, I said it wrong when I was reading it, so mm-hmm. it stuck in my brain. Why he had a tachyon like device that had he thought would kill Dr. Manhattan mm-hmm. makes more sense if he was also working on a bomb. Like in my brain, yeah. that made more sense. And having a target that already exists and people are already scared of and heightening him and blaming him for this like attack. Yes. Does make more sense and also propels him to leave at the end. I um I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. The problem with me is the whole in the comic it's it's they create an alien threat mm. and the beauty of that is it is a third part. So the Earth is on the verge of blowing itself up mm-hmm. with nuclear bombs, and so by cr- creating an other that humanity can unite against, mm. theoretically could resolve that. The book ends on kind of a nebulous like well. I don't know. Well, it's more of that it does, uh, the point it of everything. It does fix it for yeah. a minute. Yeah. But we don't know five, ten years from now, mm-hmm. especially with certain scenarios that are set up at the end, whether it'll last. With making it Dr. Manhattan, Dr. Manhattan is an American. Mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan is America's soldier. So if one of you, the U.S.'s nukes went off in New York and also went off in Russia, Russia would blow up the U.S. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be like, oh, we both got hit. No. That was your nuke. Mm-hmm. You're done. And That's also, true. and also, I can, within the reality of this world, Dr. Manhattan's not able to see the future because of the tachyon waves that he's making. Mm. Fine. It's, we're dealing with a magic blue penis god, right? Mm-hmm. Penis god. However, if Osmandis is working with him and using his own material to make the bomb, Dr. Manhattan could figure that out while it's happening. Mm-hmm. But you, you know can't, I mean? like, like, I guess the, the, couldn't he also see them making this thing, the alien? I, it's it's more of a stretch for me that it's like if you were working on a project together uh-huh. and I'm a god, uh-huh. I'm going to be able to figure out what you're doing. You're right. Like, how did he not? See I it. guess he's not looking. He's yeah, not but, looking. He's but also he's own... omnipotent, so he can see all. Like that's he, Well, thing. he's stuck in his own uh, timeline. I don't, know, I don't know if he can see everything, but he's in his own timeline. He, he's he's living. True. It's it's just more that he's timeless, I think. He's mm-hmm. not quite omniscient why, yet. Why couldn't he, if in the comic, why couldn't he have seen the attack? The In the comic, it's because uh, Ozymandias set up the tachyon thing that clouds his view of the future what? past that point. I when the he... attack happened, it let a, it let off a wave that like that clouded Ozymandias or uh, Doctor Manhattan's view of the future. Okay, that's what was confusing because I was like, I thought he could see past it, but he couldn't see this one blip, and he's like, I don't, I don't... know what the blip is. So uh, I, I don't know. He couldn't just see that one part of. No, I don't think he could see past it. See, that's what was confusing. He, could, he couldn't see past that point. Also, you're right. He also leaves, so maybe that's also why he couldn't see past that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ozymandias sets that up, and he sets it up in the movie too. So that's fine. He can't see that. But if you're using a part of me mm-hmm. to make a bomb. Is he using a part I, or is well, he using he's, tachyons? He's, he's working with him. They're, they're working together on a project. Mm-hmm. And a part of that project happens to be a, a bomb to blame Dr. Manhattan. It's like, I feel like Dr. Manhattan would figure that out. Like You're right. And that's I, that's my, it, those mm-hmm. are my problems with it. And it's mm-hmm. just like, just stick with it. Just do, if you're going to, the problem is they hew, hew so close to some things uh-huh. that when they like completely diverge, it's like, hey, now it just feels weird. Mm-hmm. I, do I get, it or don't do it. I get the argument with if they had established in the movie that would have actually added more that if he was a soldier in Vietnam and immediately like defected, like he's yeah. like, I'm not, 
attacking anybody, but I'm not on anyone's side anymore. Yeah. And like they set that up in a very smart it's very hard because now you're just diverting from yeah. the source material which was again is made by Alan Moore who's uh, Alan Moore yeah. um, but if they had found a way to set that up more I feel like the bomb and the blame wouldn't have turned to America it would have turned to Dr. Manhattan they would, yeah you're right if they had emphasized more that he was not that because the movie in has the time, problems in the yeah. timeline <laughs> of the movie uh-huh. And the book, he literally just affect. He just left. Uh-huh. There's no like defection or anything. He just kind of leaves. Mm-hmm. And so there's no establishing that for for Russia to think that for some reason, Doctor Manhattan is a, a third party threat, not a U.S. thing. That that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. My biggest, my my, if I were to create like a pocket that perfectly describes my problems with the Watchmen movie, mm-hmm. I might have told you this before, but uh, in I remember when I was reading it. And there's a scene when Rorschach finds a person, finds somebody, and the cops show up, and mm-hmm. they're going to take out Rorschach, and he's fighting the cops, and it's really cool. And he goes up to the oh, top, yeah, yeah. and he's fighting, and he jumps out a window, and I'm like, I've read superhero comics, I don't know how this goes. He's going to land, beat up a bunch of other cops, and they're finally going to overpower him, but he's going to like fight to the end. And he, and he, in the comic, he jumps out immediately twists his ankle falls to the ground and they just beat the shit out of him and drag him away and it's so anticlimactic that uh-huh. it's, it's a it's it's a perfect summation of the book because it tries to extrapolate what these people would kind of look like in the real world you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and it'd be kind of gross and pervy and 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 uh unsatisfying mm-hmm. in the movie that same scene's happening he's fighting people and what happens he jumps out the window lance starts beating the shit out of a bunch of other cops and finally he's overpowered and it's like you you miss the whole point of that scene. You mm. miss the it's it looks the same, but it's not the same. No, that's the thing. He can make Zack Snyder can make movies look just like the comic. No. But that doesn't mean that it's getting the point across. Yeah. It's like it's just pretty. And like, you want you you Watchmen means so much more than what that movie was. Yeah. So at the end of it uh, the Doctor Manhattan thing, you kinda don't you learn the general overall thing that Ozymandias yeah. was trying to get to. Yeah. Also, cast somebody else for Ozymandias. Was there anybody that seen that movie for the first time that did not know he was the bad guy? Yeah. The bad guy. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And when you read it, you're like, no, he's not a bad guy. Like, you don't think it is until, yeah. like, a, a good way through you can and kind end, of and then it, And also, we we're saying bad guy. It's much more complicated than that. Yeah. But... yeah. Oh, just a piece of shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's just a human piece like, of ca- shit. Cast somebody, like, ca- cast Matt Damon. That you immediately look at. They did something similarly. There's another movie that uh, you don't know Matt Damon's in until you see it. Oh, we can talk about that movie. That's not like a. That's not like a superhero movie. That's different. it's not a superhero movie. Yeah. But it's it was a su- surprise to me watching it. Uh-huh. Like, oh shit, Matt Damon's in this movie, uh-huh. and he's such a cowardly piece of fucking shit. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's great. And it's like that's what you should do. Not that Ozymandias is cowardly. He's just. He's got he's got his views on how to fix the world. Yeah, because um, he's crazy and he's stubborn and he's a piece of shit. Yeah. He's the smartest man in Reed the world. Watchmen. Yeah, it's fucking great. Also, the reveal of like in the movie, maybe I would have been blown away more. But when he catches the bullet at the end, like yeah. it, it's cool in the movie yeah. because you're seeing a guy catch a bullet. Yeah. But in the comic, you're like, fucking, I forgot. Like I, yeah. it does such a better job of building, building, and building. Yeah. And like when shit goes to shit, well, because the it, way. Like it's that that what is it a nine panel grid like he the craftsmanship that went into that mm-hmm. is is really intense. Alan Moore takes that stuff maybe too seriously. Wait, is it true that I heard that he wanted to use DC characters in that, but then they had to make his own? Here's uh, the 
DC had just gotten the rights to the Charlton comic characters, which were the question, uh, Captain Adam, um, Peacemaker, Peacemaker, Peacekeeper. I think it's Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Who's the comedian? Questions, obviously, Rorschach, Doctor, uh, Captain Adams, Doctor Manhattan, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So DC had just gotten the rights to them, and they're like, "We want to do something with these characters." They just bought the rights because Charlton went under. Blue Beetle is Night Owl. Blue Beetle was a is Charlton comics character. He was yeah. okay. He's was not an original DC character. Was he from like the eighties? Was that this is like the eighties? Uh, no, they were the eighties is when this happened. He was from they were in the in the 50s 60s comic boom all these characters were created and they kind of like languished and charlton went under and so dc bought all those characters and that's one of the things i like about dc is so many characters just welded on to this whole thing you know like Wildstorm and yeah to go and what was the one where icon what did Icon? milestone icon and static and that was milestone Heart, yeah i thought it was dakota what's dakota the, 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 the dakota verse that's the where they're, oh, okay. that's their new york where like all the heroes are from dakota mm-hmm. um the city Anyway, um, <laughs> and so they bought them and they're like, oh man, we should do something with these characters. And Alan Moore was like blowing up there. So like Alan Moore do them and he made the pitch and they're like, oh, we can't, basically they're unusable. Like once, once you have this happen, like we can't use these characters for like anything else. So like do, do that story, but make them something else. And so that's where they came from. So that's why when people are like, I was, I was reading a thing the other day that was like, you know, the reveal in DC Rebirth that. Mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan's been messing with the DC verse and we're going to possibly get the Justice League in the Watchmen. They're like, you know, it's morally wrong what they're doing. Like, there's no respect for Alan. It's like, that's... He wanted to use he's, DC he's characters. Char- like, the, with the characters they own. It's like, I get I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. But I go back to my whole thing. Like, Watchmen's not going anywhere. Yeah. Watchmen didn't change. This yeah, does not... This is just an addition to it. Actually, it, listen, it's, it's just a copy. It's like yeah. the before Watchmen stuff. Most of them were fine. Mm-hmm. They weren't great. I think the only one that really, like, stood out to me was the Minutemen one, which mm-hmm. was Darwin Cook, which was great. And then the Dr. Manhattan one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I liked the Rorschach one just because it was Brian Ezra Lovely Bermejo, and it was great. It looked great. It wasn't... It didn't add a lot to it. Like it or hate it, it didn't affect Watchmen. Mm-mm. It's just an extra thing. Think of it as, as Watchmen versus Earth 2. Yeah. And then Watchmen versus Earth 3 is the one that's going to be showing up in DC Universe. And like, like, just let it go. Earth 4, where... like, Because in Multiversity, they introduce the Watchmen universe, yeah. but the way that Alan Moore wanted. Yep. With Captain Adam as, yep. the, man, as the Dr. Manhattan. I love... Peacemaker coming out of that the 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 weather balloon the, the weather balloon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so There's this scene in Multiversity, which we'll just talk about. But basically, a character assassinates another character, but they from play this space, from basically. from space by like dive bombing straight down on the person with a sniper rifle. So, cool. but also Doctor Manhattan. I think they they describe him perfectly when you're reading the character, but he's like a god with a mental disorder that yeah. like can't figure out like more of like on on the spectrum of autism like yeah. that this person can't fully function socially yeah. in a way but like but well, he's still... completely disassociated with humanity yeah, yeah. because because of his powers or maybe not but yeah. you, you don't know because there's not enough time in multiverse to really yeah. like get to know each of the characters but it's really cool to see blue beetle and yep. uh the question yep. like interacting because he's got like the owl thing, but it's yep. a beetle, yep. mobile, whatever the hell. I really liked, I think it was issue three of Multiversity. Mm-hmm. That was the pulp world where like Abin Sir was Green Lantern and he had like those horns. Yeah. And it's Anthro, the first man, and and, and Doc Fate. Yeah, Doc Fate. That was, and Multiversity, fucking great. Yeah. It's a very just, if you, but you actually kind of need to know your, you kind of need to, so you need yeah. to know your superheroes so you can 
identify their alternates. Yeah. But it still makes it really fun. But for me, first comic, this all came out of first comic. I, you know, my dad gave me comics when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. I have some old, I have some old ones that that I fucking drew in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic, the Sonic comics, really for me. I remember going to a giant bookstore. I can't books a million. Mm-hmm. Did, they, did they ever have books a million? On Not here? out here. It was a huge bookstore, I think, in Arizona, and I saw this Sonic and Knuckles comic. I'm like, that shit's mine, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, and I think the earlier ones I remember is I was I I was buying Marvel around the time of Onslaught. Mm. Are you familiar with the whole onslaught? Is you mean the character onslaught? Yeah, like, yeah I was I his whole big thing. Um, you can spoil. You can tell people. That, tell people what onslaught is. Onslaught. Yeah. I don't even know. Like I don't know how when it you're, happens when you're a kid. You're like, oh yeah, okay. But like as an adult, you're like, why? Why? <laughs> uh, Professor X, uh, Magneto ripped out the man adamantium from Wolverine. Professor X was like, fuck you, uh. and then the psychic attack. And I guess the evil in Magneto possessed Professor X and became its own thing entity called Onslaught. Uh And it was basically a big excuse to kind of reboot every franchise in the Marvel use except Uh X-Men. Rebooted? Yeah. In, in, um, uh, I think it was even called rebirth. So like they, they all got sucked into a new pocket dimension. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of relaunched the Avengers and Captain America and Iron Man <laughs> and so eventually they got reintegrated into the good yeah and like onslaught what, what could it what could he do everything with, yeah it was like apocalypse like what are his powers everything everything it just was really big and power it looked like magneto on steroids and like were professor x and magneto still around oh, yes but this was them still some, it was magneto's evil becoming reality but How? with professor good x question stuff. Part, yeah, it's, yeah if magneto and professor x had, professor x had an evil baby uh-huh how? Who knows? But Who, this would be it. There's Ed if life finds a way. Oh, so even before that, I remember going to this comic shop that I want to say was like in a trailer. And this was also in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. That makes more sense. Now. Um, <laughs> and it's where I was picking up the clone saga oh, cool. with Scarlet Spider mm. leading up to Ben Riley becoming Spider-Man. It's still my favorite Spider-Man costume. With the... Uh... Yeah, with, with the, the best? big spider. No, oh, the, sorry. I, that, I not, when, the cutoff vest. The cutoff vest was when he was Scarlet Spider. When he became Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he had like a giant spider on his chest. It was really cool. That's fun. Also not very good in hindsight. I developed a crush on Black Cat when I was a little boy because uh-huh. my, my body was starting to change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, it was during a time in comics where uh, men didn't really draw women yeah. respectfully. No. It was just... Exaggerated. Yeah, when Black Cat was first introduced, she had a very like tasteful little fur neckline. Uh By the time I was reading it, her neckline went down to her belly button. Yeah, (laughs) it was like that. I mean, you're jumping from rooftop to rooftop. No, whatever. However, it's structured. It's holding everything together. Yeah, Yeah. and (laughs) and as a 13 year old boy, I was like, yes, Yes. every yeah. I mean, like yeah, because we're. I mean, I did the same thing. I didn't thing. know better. All right. Uh-huh. I was 13. All right. I don't, even, I don't know if I was there. It was probably pre 13. I was probably younger than that. But you get the idea. Yeah. My my mom, when we walked by a comic shop in one of those posters, we were up and she was like, mm mm. Yeah. Away. Right. Yeah. And so maybe that was why I didn't really read comics. Because like then it was like everything was so sexualized. 90s, sexualized and violent. Yeah. And like there, there were not enough guns or boobs or pouches. So many pouches. Yeah, Cable more and pouches. Deadpool, so many pouches. What did they put in them? Man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a damn clue. Bullets yeah, for all those guns. One bullet at a time. Oh, um, man. All right. So that's a fun little question we got from Trevor Kane without the O. Um, but, he spells his name wrong. Uh-huh. But Trevor, you're allowed to be you. <laughs> and I hope you know that. 
We support you. You have Sam's permission to be yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, that's what you, that's what people need. Um, but we wanted to get into a fun little topic. Uh, DJ uh, Memory. There's a segue. <laughs> <laughs> DJ memory. memory. Well, you know, we're doing people's tweets today because uh-huh. every once in a while we like to uh, uh, take your thoughts. That's what I was on trying what we to say. Discuss. <laughs> and we got this one. We got a couple because uh-huh. I, I tweeted a while back, like, hey, what topics do you want? And even though we had just done an episode on Urban Legends, they're like, Urban Legends. And yeah. I was like, well, not you know, yet. You gotta we'll get wait. Yeah. <laughs> so we got two here uh, Babette at Dewey Babette. Uh, could you cover the Mandela effect on your podcast? I would love to hear your opinions on this. And Angry Bastard at Angry Bastard Inc. Oh, he's incorporated. Uh, straight up the Mandela effect. Six people in JFK death car, not for insanity. I don't, I'm assuming that refers to something involved in this, but I don't, I'm not familiar with that. Oh, I thought it was for. See, that's the whole point. The Mandela effect, it, it refers to people not knowing if man nelson mandela was alive or not or in prison or if he, or was if still he died president. in prison yeah. yeah yeah there's like a bunch of different answers honestly before i actually like did enough research i thought he had died in prison that's yeah. what i thought nope he was in prison and then i believe and then he became president yeah, be, oh, yeah yeah and then like he got out yeah yeah like he made it out but but the thing is the mandela effect is just common knowledge that happens to be false and yeah. another example of this is the berenstein bears um a lot of people yeah. say they remember seeing berenstein with an e in the steen mm-hmm. uh, but apparently it's always been spelled berenstein mm-hmm. but you most people say it berenstein yeah. but there are examples of i think there was a tv show or tv specials i don't remember what they say but some people say that it says berenstein and a lot of the the out there thinkers mm-hmm. they're like examples of time travel that's what it must be that we're remembering fragments and like our no. minds can't remember like the corrected or the old, we we remember the old version sorry that's what it is the original yeah. and now that someone's time traveled that's what changed and they changed the berenstain bears yeah that to, was what they said berenstain to berenstain like at least nelson mandela's like no we got to save nelson mandela from prison so we can go on to be president and he did mm. but what 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 cost? T- what cool yeah berenstain <laughs> Wow. Mm. So they, wow. No, it's just collective misinformation. Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) But also this example of six people in the JFK death car. That's a horrible name for it. Uh, Not four. If I'm thinking about it, I thought it was four. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I don't really like to see that footage. It's been around enough. I have no idea. Um, Yeah, I don't really like to watch violent footage. No, when people are like... uh, we, you, the place we work sometimes does these Reddit fifty fifties on whatever, and uh, uh, I don't. I'm not okay if somebody actually dies. Like that's not okay. I don't need to see that. And they get like if they get like that's not entertainment. No, it's no. And this is definitely not entertainment. It's no. more of like a can you handle this no. kind of thing. That's not fun. Don't do that. No. It's also, not. you also get the oh, poop porn and stuff. No. 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 Yeah. Poop porn. Poop porn. <laughs> what is that? Is a little poop porn. <laughs> I'm 12. But, Johnny, uh, what are you watching? Uh, oh, Mom, po- I'm sorry. It's just poop, poop porn. porn. Okay, Johnny. Oh, poop porn? Yeah. Are you watching poop porn? Our, our son's watching poop porn. Wait till your father gets home. Uh, yeah. The bear, I, it is Aunt Hal. I like to think that maybe a little time travel got involved. I think really? that makes Does that fall under your umbrella of like, who knows? Who knows? You know it, what? Who knows? But probably not. Uh... But who knows? Nobody, I mean. If we needed to go with an answer, probably, probably not. not. But yeah. if we want to just, if it's going to be me being optimistic, if that turned out to be true, I'd be like, 
Yeah, wow, look at that. That's fun. <laughs> what did you go back and try to change and then fuck up for everybody else? The, you know what's funny? It's like if, you, if these time travelers did that and then they come back and they're like, Berenstain, huh? That's one of the things that got changed when we really? did that? Hmm. That's weird. Like nobody knows now that we switched it to peanut butter and jelly. Like it's Berenstain that's really Speaking messing with them. Speaking of time travel, Speaking did of you, sandwiches. Did you yeah. watch eleven twenty two sixty three? I watched part of the first episode. <laughs> Good. Why do you ask? <laughs> you're so engaged uh-huh. that you're like, yes, please, and stop. Uh-huh. No, it was very interesting. I just don't turn on Hulu often when there's not mm. shows like that, that are actively on air because yeah. then it's not there. It's just not something that I... For those of you who have Hulu, I highly recommend eleven twenty two sixty three. Beautiful series. Time out. Did you watch The Path? Yes. That's good? what the other thing I was going to recommend. Highly recommend The Path. Mm-hmm. The Path is a beautiful show. The Path. The Path flirts with ideas that are, are incredibly engaging. The Path. Because it... Uh, <laughs> it uh, Obviously, it's following a cult-like society. Mm-hmm. And it plays with, as somebody that grew up with a religious background, there's elements to it that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. But it also flirts with the idea, even though there's elements of it, there's, there's, it's, it's very smart because there's elements of the cult that are, you get it. You get why people will be sucked in. You get why, what it means to the people involved. And then there are elements you're like, oh, this is bad. This yeah. is a bad situation. Spoilers. But then it, it flirts with the idea that what if they're right? Ooh. There's just a few things seeded throughout the first season that it's like, what if this whole cosmology they have is right? Ooh. And it's like, that's that I, and I hope they kind of keep that tightrope because I like that idea. Cause it's so easy to dismiss them. They're like, Oh, they're a cult and evil, but it's like, but what, if, what if everything they believe is true? Mm-hmm. Then what do you do? What how do you is do? like somebody on, as an outsider, how do you handle that information? Cause you see the elements that are wrong. Well, anyway, whatever. But, uh, 11, 22, he travels back in time to try and save JFK. Uh huh. That's the. Does he do it? I won't tell you. You'll have to watch. It's only like eight episodes. The there the way they explain time travel, the way time travel works in that world, and yeah. they just they explain it so fast. They get past it. Um, but speaking of time travel, I brought this up a couple times, but I rewatched it over the weekend uh, with my parents. I was like, "You guys have to watch this because they love Love Actually." It's okay. about time. Have you watched it yet? I have not. Oh, I don't like the. The, those type of movies aren't normally my jam. That's okay. I mean, that's fine. They're not yeah. normally mine either, but there's those, something about Domhnall Gleeson and Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm, I mean, I mm-hmm. like Rachel McAdams. I know that she's not amazing. I like, yeah. I like Rachel McAdams a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Domhnall Gleeson a lot. From, he was in The This Revenant. was like one of his he's first things. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He was in Harry Potter. He's one of the older Wheezy boys. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this was after Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a romantic comedy that deals with time travel and while they still deal with time travel like paradoxes and like things like that they and it's just silly because if someone had time travel they wouldn't necessarily just use it to find love they would do it be selfish about it and everything have you seen primer no but you always ask yeah Yeah, primer primer is the smart it's funny because primer is one of those the the um shane kruth i believe his name is the writer and director and you can tell, like, he has an engineering background and stuff like that. And he sat down and was like, okay, if you're going to do time travel, if time travel, if somebody was going to discover time travel, mm-hmm. how would it probably really happen? Yeah. And how would it probably really work? And it's so grounded and interesting. And it makes so much sense. And then about two-thirds of the way in the movie, it as it goes on, you realize, like, there's no situation. This is probably the most grounded version of time travel you could come up with. And the wheels come off 
so quickly (laughs) intentionally like the movie it just it becomes so incredibly hard to follow who's what and when and what time Uh intentionally Uh and that you realize like god i hope we never figure out time travel because it would fuck up so many things except for tourism (laughs) Tourism. i would love to do a little tourism but no i mean i think i think you should check out about time okay is that that right up there with Tommy Boy? That's on my up there homework? with Tommy Boy. I will say About Time is one of my favorite movies. Um, and, really? And it's not, it's, it it's not because it's you're going to like leave with like, huh, yeah. I've learned a lot. No, yeah. you're like, that hasn't changed my life. It's just like, damn, that was a sweet movie. That was okay. like, that was cute. You know, like, do you like, did you ever see Marley and Me? No, uh, yeah, parts of it. Yeah, you don't like it? No. Oh. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I like, do you not like movies that tug at the heartstrings I, on I purpose? I don't, yeah, I don't like movies that are like, intentionally trying to play you emotionally mm. like we're gonna make you feel things and make you cry shut up yeah oh man I, there's a scene listen i'm a crier you don't need to, you don't need to try that hard to get me to cry i fucking cry at batman begins all right yeah. okay and about time has one but i don't care because i watch it and it wrecks me and no. i want you to when you see it you be like fuck no. and bill nye is in it mm-hmm. and i'm like always oh, good he's Ah, he's fantastic. And a bunch of other British actors that you're like, that's great. And a lot of British humor, which I appreciate. But I'm I'm trying to look up more on the Mandela effect. Well, you've got us on an interesting tangent here. What is this, time travel? Time travel. So Uh, do you have a preferred method of (laughs) time travel? No, for example, Mm. I personally think that uh, uh, Grant Morrison's view on time travel because I I steal so much from that man. You I love him. him. I love him. I love him. Uh, His view on time travel is that if you went back in time that's it happened it's part of history it's time it's almost like the when we're talking about dr manhattan uh-huh. it's the one thing it's happening we're in time so we're flowing with it but if you were to step outside of time it all is one thing existing at once uh-huh. and so you it's the, there's no changing one part of it it just is what it is mm-hmm. so you nobody went back in time and killed hitler otherwise hitler would have been killed mm-hmm. it's not that you couldn't it's just you didn't and nobody did and nobody's going to because it didn't it didn't happen mm-hmm. For um, some reason, like if time travel ever becomes a thing, it's a thing that happened and no one can change. Nobody that did, thing. or or nobody did change. It's, it's I guess it's a weird kind of predestination type situation that it's it's. That's it, a time just, travel movie I want to see. That's a predestination. Have you not seen that one? No. It stars actor Ethan Hawke and like there's like this okay. there's like a group I like of Ethan men. Hawk. I like Ethan Hawke. Did you see Boyhood? No, I didn't. That's a special movie. Uh, but in Predestination, uh, it's basically like a group of people that actively move throughout time, and there's like a terrorist that is like basically tricking them to go places, and they end up dying. Mm-hmm. But there's an agent they enlist that for some reason is predestined to do things, and they're like, that's weird, because I think, I might be mis- misremembering things, but I think the agent, like the main character, not Ethan Hawke, yeah. is has set things that they can do at the end of the day and like it for some reason that's special i don't know it seems really cool and their time machines are briefcases that's cool so they like the, you know like the lock on a briefcase yeah that's the time wheel and like you do that and when you like set it they they like puff like they poop out of <laughs> poop out of uh <laughs> time poop out of existence they, they poof, poof and warm. um it creates like a tiny shock wave that will like break glass around them and so it's really oh, cool. cool yeah i so i kind of like the the that's i i like the idea that you can't really change the past. I guess it's more of a, not necessarily as a storytelling device because there's not a lot of interesting things. As a storytelling thing, the one thing I don't like 
is like you change something and it creates an alternate dimension. That's not fun. Wait, that then is you're, fun. Then you're, not, then you're not changing anything. Um, you created an entirely new universe, though, and mm. I think that is like the when you but start like doing the Terminator makes no sense. Then you're not then well, you're not uh, saving your timeline. You're saving an alternate are you, timeline. Are you trying to say that the Terminator is supposed to make sense? Listen, I do <laughs> like I do like the first two Terminators. I like the closed loop that they make. Uh huh. And I actually really, really enjoyed the Terminator TV series. That was supposed to. That they I did heard some, good things. They did some really because they couldn't do all the big action stuff all the time. They could probably now with yeah. what, what they're doing on TV, but at the time they couldn't do all the. It couldn't be an action blockbuster every week, so they just started to really do smart time travel. Like my favorite episode, they introduce um, Kyle Reese is the main guy from the first movie, right? Uh-huh. They introduce his brother Derek, uh-huh. who's also back in time. Mm-hmm. And they introduce – basically, it's the idea of a war being fought in the past. And mm. so they find a guy that helped create Skynet, and they, he and his girlfriend from the future start torturing him. Mm. And they start asking him for different bits of information. And Derek starts realizing that because they've been – she – his girlfriend came back after him, mm-hmm. the future changed. So she remembers a different future than he remembers. Mm-hmm. And so there's no – like, it's it's such a – it was such a smart – exploration of time travel mm-hmm. anyway it was really cool that's fun do you have a preferred time travel uh what was the thing i said for a second? Mm-hmm. oh okay that's what i was thinking of uh if you seen safety not guaranteed that is i have it. not um i have seen that filmmaker's follow-up jurassic world mm-hmm. colin trevorrow <laughs> um the movie i've heard actually got a mixed reaction i really enjoy it because mm-hmm. it deals with people living in the past and not willing to move forward, and there's a sometimes it's a little heavy handed, mm-hmm. but the the actors in it are very good. Um, Aubrey Plaza and main guy that I don't remember, okay. but um, there's one of the guys from New Girl who was in Jurassic World. He yes. was the technician. He was the guy that for a second I was like, is that Oscar Isaac? He's no. like, no, 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 he's uh, no, 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 he's New Girl, mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac. Um, but there's a lot of the uh, since the premise of Safety Not Guaranteed is. There's an ad in the paper asking for a companion to go back in time with yes. this person. It's like safety not guaranteed. Yeah, of course, you say yes. Yes. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. But this person's like they. This is a news. These people are from a newspaper, so they want to, uh, or a website, and they want to interview him and kind of trick him to thinking that this is that Aubrey Plaza is really going to like help him out. But this guy fully believes it. Like he has been talking to like quantum physicists, and he fully understands at least the theories behind time travel, yeah. and that. He believes that if he goes back in time to do what he needs to do, because I won't say that because you, yeah. you check out the movie, I don't want to spoil that, um, that it will create an alternate reality that he gets to live in. And if they travel uh-huh. back in time, those versions of them, like because there's, there's obviously them in the past, yeah. these now future versions live on in this alternate timeline with their past selves. It's like so there's a, two of you? Mm-hmm, because it's an alternate world, the loop... Mm-hmm. doesn't matter anymore okay yeah so and I, that, there can be two versions and like because also alternate universes we don't know how laws of physics work so yeah but then who gets to be me huh who gets to have my life um you get to have a new life but what if i don't want one um i don't that's the other universe's okay. problem to figure out okay uh but my i like that you still have the freedom to change something i think there's a lot of stories where i mean if you think about it Oh man, time travel always makes your brain fry a little it's bit. Tough. But I like the freedom of trying to change something in the past. I like that option or in the future. I think it gets really muddled and there's problems with it. Or you create the loop that going back in the first place stops you from needing to go back. Mm-hmm. And like 
blah, blah, that blah, was blah, my blah. big problem with Looper. With Looper, yeah. If because you... Looper, mm-hmm. there's a whole scene telling me that I shouldn't worry about time travel. Uh-huh. And then at the very end, they do this whole big thing that it's like, well, now I have to. Yeah. Like, now <laughs> nothing makes sense. Yeah. But alternate reality. This is an alternate reality. But again, we're talking about theories, things that can yeah. – th- this thing cannot it's, be proved Yeah, yeah for being it's, real. It's all It all depends on how it services the story. Uh-huh. Like Back to the Future is good because it's all about like getting to understand your parents and understand that they were a kid once too and all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Safety not guaranteed. I'm assuming it's talking about dealing with your own past and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? I like how Interstellar deals with it. There's a, well, yeah, because the singularity yeah. and it basically it's not because well, traveling forwards easier. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and but they, I like that they because of just I like their for, the explanation for it. But when they like when they go into basically Matthew McConaughey gets pulled into a higher dimension so he can yeah. see time as like a, an object. It's yeah. like a it's a thing now that he can experience. And having that on film is also crazy. Yeah. and it's an awesome thing but like when you look at it that way then yes there is like time travel in a way you're like you're not going back yourself and being a guy in a room that's changing something but you can actually change the the shape of reality that's that's actually kind of goes back to my my version of time travel that i like because everything that he does Mm -hmm. happened it does happen you know what i mean so he's not he's not he's not changing anything he's moving forward in the past Mm -hmm. and we've already seen that happen they actually do something similar that i really enjoy in the third Harry Potter with the time turner. Mm-hmm. It's all stuff We're that has all, happened. All of a sudden, we saw what they did. And it's mm-hmm. like that, it takes, if you're writing a story, it takes a lot more work on your part. Mm-hmm. But do your work. Do yeah. your homework. It I, makes for awesome, awesome stories. I, like shows like um, The Biggest Offender I can think of is probably The Flash. But another one is Doctor Who. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, you're, playing, you're a little you're a little too loosey-goosey with your rules. That's the whole point, though, yeah. with Doctor Who. Because you can't, you can't nail down the rules when it comes to that. Yeah. yeah. It's hard for anything in that show to be, like, set in stone. Then it takes, except for the weeping angels. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, you can't get mad at Doctor Who for not following its own time travel rules. Like, when all time breaks and every all time happens at the same time, and you're like, this is a fun idea, but what the fuck does this... There's not even one explanation as to what's happening here. It's that he just didn't want to do something that was predestined, so Mm -hmm. just shit goes to shit. Yeah. But he still... He still has like a middle finger to it and does, changes yep. it anyways. You will, you might know what I'm referring to, but whatever. But like that show, you can't get mad at Doctor Who for not following its own rules. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I love it. You know what I miss time travel related? Mm-hmm. The Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios. Yeah, that was a fun one. You got to yeah. see dinosaurs. The one thing they see... didn't do in the movies. And you went to the volcano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't go to anywhere really fun yeah. in the Back to the Future. Like one blip. One yeah, blip one in like the far past or the, the far future. Well, they did the Western one, but it's you know, it's, it sucks that we're older. I'm, it sucks that we're older than the future in that movie. Yeah, that hurts a little <laughs> bit because I'm like, you're waiting for that. Yeah, you need that. I needed it. Well, it's funny because people got so bent out of shape with the uh, hoverboards and everything oh. and, and all that stuff. And it was one of those uh, is uh, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, oh my god, likes to point out with Back to the Future too, like. It's for jokes. Uh-huh. The future was for jokes. It's just for jokes. Yeah. Would you say that there was a time travel mishap here in this episode? In this episode? There may be what a you, chance. What are you talking about? That there was a glitch. Is this the Mandela effect? <laughs> there could have been a a possible... Uh, maybe the recorder stopped recording and we maybe, did a pickup. <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody went back in time 
and turned it off. To fix the barren stain to stain again. Yeah. And it and turned off enough. our thing. <laughs> that must be what it is. How would you miss, I'm sorry, how would you misremember that, like, how would you remember? If somebody went back in time and changed something, how would there be? Fr- you know, that's for another podcast. That's for another where podcast. we bring on a scientist who I has would love the proper tools to answer that. To bring on a scientist. Mm-hmm. One of our episodes, like somebody that honestly knows what they're talking about. Okay, so we bring on a zoologist to talk about. Uh, so the SpaceX rocket. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, talk about it a little bit. Let us know what's it. What is that? <laughs> what's going on with that? Wait, what is it? So I guess in in summary, though, uh, if the time travel is a storytelling tool, as long as it services the story mm-hmm. about going back in time, good. I like it kind of being like. Concrete. You, you don't not concrete, but like you're always moving forward. Even if you go back in time, what you've done has already happened or whatever. You like the shoot off dimensions thing, and you get to go along in the next dimension. Give me them dimensions. What would you do with your past self? What's your other self? Uh, hang out. Kill him. Hang out. Pull a prestige. Technically, yeah, you could kill him since you exist outside of his rules. Have you seen the prestige? Once, and I know I need to rewatch it, but I don't think it's on Netflix right now. Even though what? I'd like to watch it. What Netflix Instant Stream doesn't always have the best options. If we're gonna be, <laughs> they will always have friends though, and that is nice. I am happy about that. So yeah, Mandela Effect. I also don't think is a. I think it's just a collective misremembering. Like somebody said, like, oh, remember the six people and whatever, whatever card, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, and then you go on that, and you're talking to somebody else, and you say six people, and we all kind of. Yeah, but. I've never heard anyone say how many people they thought were in the car. I remember watching the video and thinking four. That's what I think. So maybe the video's wrong. <laughs> or, or maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. People are remembering six, even though there's four. Or for the fans of Why the Last Man, you know the monkeys that like learn to do something, mm-hmm. and then across on another island, the monkeys at the same time somehow learn to do the same thing. And they think there's like a shared no, consciousness. I don't know about that. Do you remember that story? That's how they no. tried to explain in Why the Last. I haven't read Why the Last Man. Well, then I'll I've stop. I've read the first volume. Wait, hold on. A whole group of the people that listen to this, a large chunk, yeah. have gone out to spend money mm-hmm. to read, and you haven't just taken a second Listen, to it's 66 issues, all right? It I, is six I'm, volumes. As we've talked about earlier, I'm busy. <laughs> but, I'm busy reading other comics to recommend to people for them to thank you about. No, you can... Yeah, see, exactly. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Oh, no, hey... I'm just being mean. <laughs> Thank you, DJ. But no, okay. Just borrow mine. You gotta borrow mine. Okay. You gotta finish. You gotta finish it for them. For the fans. You gotta finish. Oh, it I gotta for watch them. Tommy Boy. What was the other one? About we, time. About time. Why the last man? Why of the three of those? Why the last man is probably the one uh, we'll get to. Probably. I mean, the movie also is like a sit down, like two hour. You're done. Yeah, I know. But I still gotta watch Purge Election Year. Yeah. Why is that a top? Yeah, why is wait no purge movie is above Tommy Boy? I'm saying that <laughs> ever. T- quote me quote on this me. podcast. Put that on the box of the purge. Uh-huh. No, on the wait on Tommy Boy. Uh-huh. No purge movie is above Tommy Boy. <laughs> Sam That's Basher, glowing in my opinion. But guys, thank you for tuning in to this time travel related only stupid answers podcast thank you so much for sending in your questions and also rating and reviewing this podcast on itunes mm-hmm. we like when you do that five stars is always the nicest thing you could do it's like christmas for us also reviewing it then we can read you on the show and uh repost it and share it it's always nice uh, but you can also follow us on 
social media. Only Stupid Answers. Remove those vowels from stupid. That's on Twitter. But on Instagram, Only Stupid Answers regular. Mm-hmm. Very easy. And on Facebook, we got a Facebook page. I see you guys liking that page. Oh, yeah. We oh, see. I see you guys. We see. And we appreciate it. Make sure you keep sharing this podcast with your friends. DJ, where can they find you? They can find me at DJ Talks Trash everywhere that matters. Yeah. Where can they find you, Sam? Oh, on Twitter. At Sam Basher, please help me get verified. <laughs> I saw that a Mr. William Haynes recently got verified, and I'm thinking... It's about time. It's about time. <laughs> Speaking of about time, yeah. everyone has homework now. Go watch About Time, because yeah. it's a beautiful movie. Also super cheesy, but mm-hmm. not cheesy in a bad way. It's a cheesy as in, I appreciate you. And that's how I want people to talk about me after I'm gone. <laughs> Cheesy, but in a good way. In a a, a bearable. I appreciate his cheesiness. Yeah. (laughs) But guys, thank you once again. And we'll see you. When we see you. See ya. Nailed it. And how. And how.